It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello! Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. And it is almost freaking here. Elliot Shore Parks. I'm feeling it, buddy. I told you yesterday yeah. I was feeling it. Today it's like a thousand times more. I, I woke can tell. up today freaking ready for the Eagles to whoop the Chiefs' asses on Sunday. Yes. That's where I'm at right now. I'm so fired up. I'm so ready. I love everyone in this chat. I love you. I love this ride <laughs> we've been on. I'm so freaking Just, happy right now i'm in the best mood i'm so excited the eagles are in the freaking super bowl how you doing just 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 slam the table man just slam it let's there go you. there let's it go. is there it is just slam the table it's time i mean look i'm uh i'm picking up my game credential today the access oh, is over oh, i won't buddy. be seeing any of these players or coaches until the game i mean it really is up from now until kickoff it's not killing time because we have the pod today. We have the radio show Saturday and Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Going to do a meetup tonight in Phoenix. So I'm hoping to see you. some, uh, some real ones be? there. Tell people where we're you're going to be. We're going to do uh, Willie's Taco Joint in downtown mm. Phoenix. It's apparently, they don't even know we're coming. It's apparently owned by a South Jersey Eagles fan. So figured like that was the move. Hoping we get even two people to come would be unbelievable. If not, me and Jack will just be chilling there uh, <laughs> doing our thing. But um no, I mean, like it's look all week. It's felt like a party here because there's just so many fans. Uh, it's outside. It's nice. But there is something about the time when the access ends, like the Eagles are done. We're not going to hear from the Eagles anymore but besides, you know, things they've already done. But and now it's just waiting for the game. But in the downtown, you can feel it start to feel exciting where there's more people out at night. There's more people coming in like the fans of Philly people are here now. I mean, it's just uh, it's so close. It's just so close. And I'm sure we will talk about the game to some extent today, but I'm also at a point where what else I, is there to say? What else is there to say <laughs> what, what about the matchup? It's I'm just excited. Well, I'm just really, really excited to see how this team comes out and plays. Like that's what I'm most excited for. Like, watch I remember when they ran out the tunnel in 2017 and I already knew that they were gonna win. But in 2017, when they ran out, I was like, Well, that's game over. Like they're winning this game. And I just can't wait to see how they are in that moment. Yeah, I, I I am exactly the same way. Again, like I said yesterday, I'm at the point where I'm just, I am, it's it's time. 
Like there's, I have no more buildup left in me and I, I got to make it a couple more days. I'll be out tonight, by the way, come hang out with me. I'll be at oh, uh, yeah. Locust Rendezvous in Philly and then the yard in Havertown. So um, we're Very out nice. doing it. Bouncing all around. Leading yeah. the Eagles chance. You know, nothing better than leading an Eagles chant in a bar with a microphone. It's like my favorite thing on the planet. Um, <laughs> you so that'll be super fun. It. But it is funny because I'm right there with you, dude. Like I, I'm maxed out. I'm I'm tapped out on things. I actually went through. I actually, it's funny that you say this because one of the things I tried to do for this pod was come up with things that interest me that we have not talked about. Right. And I got two. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and one of them wasn't even my idea. Shout out to Drew, who's actually in the chat. Drew Bayless, right there, who is also known more uh, more known to us is Drew from Westchester on WIP. And he oh, okay, something yeah. that we hadn't talked about that I hadn't even thought about, um, which is, again, the whole point of this is, and this is how tiny, these are the levels of things we have not talked about yet. We haven't talked about the fact that Ndamukong Sue was on the Bucks team that beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, and I had a, a sack and a half. A and like, was, we haven't yeah, talked about, about that, that at all. And like, does that matter at all? That experience, having that guy on the D line, how they won that football game. I do think that's one angle to this game we have not talked about. Yet. Well, and the that's other where we're at. Is, that's where we're at, by the way. It's also just crazy to think Indominus Sue is on this team. Like he's one of the most talked about players in the NFL over the last however many years. And like you almost forget he's on the roster. Even in the locker room, he's very at least when you know it's open to us. He's very quiet. You know, he doesn't talk a ton. Yesterday, I'm walking around, uh, and you know, all the players are there, and like. He's just talking to people. Like, I don't know. It's just, you would think a, a presence and a name as big as that would blend it, would, would stand out. But there's just so many stars on this team and there's so many personalities. that I think he's really just been able to, to just join in. But yeah, I mean, I forgot that he was on that team to beat Patrick Mahomes. Wish I would remembered that before today and I could ask right? him about it. But right, it's a, it was a, it. that was a poor job by me, but that, that is a good one. Yeah. I mean, even Linval Joseph, again, like these guys that they just added and have just been, been really good for him. Yeah, and when we they added them, we're like, oh, don't get excited about this. It's not really going to make a difference. And and now Jordan right. Davis doesn't even play. <laughs> like, I doesn't even play at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one I had is is just the irony of the fact that we're finally playing Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, and his roster is the same thing that we dealt with and got so upset about for so long. Now he has Travis Kelsey. But like, how long did we ask him to get receivers here? It took until T.O. And now he's actually in the Super Bowl with a team with a quarterback and no receivers. It's actually yeah. pretty ironic. It's hilarious. Now Mahomes is Mahomes is a level that McNabb. Yeah, of course. Was. But of yeah, course. yeah, you're right. Now, I, I, the thing about the receivers is so also looks like Kadarius Tony is is going to play, Um, which whatever. He kind of sucks, although he can be he can be tough after the catch. I think like you and he's been better in Kansas City. But the thing about the receivers to me is. I just don't really think it matters who the receivers are because ultimately if the defensive line gets pressure on Patrick Mahomes, it won't really matter who the receivers are, but if they don't, it also won't matter because no secondary as good as they might be can protect against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid for, you know, four or five seconds, right? Like if Mahomes is able to sit back there and have time, then it, it won't matter. But like, yeah, they, they definitely do have the advantage against those receivers. I think Mar uh, MVS is like a little underrated. I think he can be a nice deep threat, but the Eagles are so good at stopping uh, passes down the field. You don't know how much you have to worry about that. I, I think my, my concern, not even concern, but the thing that keeps me up at night from just jumping all in on being like the Eagles are definitely going to win is I'm just really worried they're going to neutralize the pass rush. I just am. Like, between their pass-blocking offensive line, between Andy, between Patrick Mahomes, they don't get sacked a lot. Like, 
That's my biggest concern. The, the closer the game gets, I'm not as concerned about the offense uh, anymore. Like I think the offensive line will probably be fine against the Chiefs pass rush. That's my biggest, like where I've landed on why would the Eagles not win? It's if the pass rush can't get to Mahomes. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're gonna get to Mahomes. The, the greatest. Oh, there you one go. Of, one of the one of the great pass rushes in the history of the NFL. I mean, I read that yeah. sat yesterday. The sat from Shields article that the difference in in sack rate which is essentially sacks per dropback, very simple stat. In sack rate, the difference between them and the number two team, they were number yeah, one, number two, this, yeah. between two and 29. I mean, they get yeah. to the quarterback and sack the quarterback. Don't just get to the quarterback, but actually get him to the ground. Yeah, they finish the job, yeah. As good as pretty much any defense in the history of football. So I'm very confident. And, and look, I know that the interior of the Chiefs line is fantastic, but Brown and Wiley are not great pass blockers. No, they're Wiley, not great Wiley, Wiley, right. Wiley's like a pretty pretty bad pass blocker as far as it goes. So, like, and and Brown's fine, but he's not good. So I do think mm. on the outside with Sweat and Reddick and Graham and those guys, like, I do think that they will be able to get to the quarterback. I, I really believe that. So let me ask you this, because you've been confident all along that they're going to win. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, give me a specific answer. What has you most confident? Like when you think of why they're going to win, what is the thing that has you most sure of it? Not just they're a better team, but like, is there a specific part of it? Well, no, well, I get uh, like the, the, you can't just shirk off. They're a better team. Like I, the reason I think the Eagles are going to win is because I think they're better at like 17 positions on the field. Like, I think if you did a draft of all the starters in this game, like the Eagles would have you know, 15 of the first 20 or whatever it is, like or 14 mm -hmm. of the first 20. Like, I just think they are substantially more talented across the field. And I think, look, like this Eagles team, like we forgot for a little bit when Hertz got hurt. And then, you know, the end of the season, the way it did, we forgot how dominant they were. They were the best team in football by a mile. Like no one was in their hemisphere. And now they mm -hmm. look like that again throughout the playoffs. And I know there've been mitigating circumstances, but no one's been in their hemisphere 69 to 14. Like I, I just, I've not seen the, we have only once one time this entire season seen them lose a game with Jalen Hurts starting. And it was the flukiest game of the season. There are like six things you can point to the Goddard face mask, the Quez fumble. Like there are multiple things, the four turnovers that are just never happened with the Eagles. So it's just like, right. The, the confidence comes from in there and I can get more specific. There are specific parts of this, like the fact that Richie was talking about this today, the fact that the Eagles strengths match up with the chiefs weaknesses. The chiefs are not great at stopping the run. The Eagles are the best running team in football. The uh, chiefs wide receivers are, are not great. The Eagles secondary is the best in football. Like they match up strength versus weakness in spots that should give the Eagles a, a, an even bigger advantage. But my right. biggest thing is I just think they're a way better football team. Like it comes down to beating the dude in front of you. It comes down to being the better team. And, and I just think the Eagles are, are, are definitively the better team. Anything can happen. I get that. But going into the game, my, my supreme confidence that they're going to win comes from the fact that I just think they're better. Like I know it's simple, but but sometimes Occam's razor, sometimes the simplest explanation is the correct one. The Eagles are better. They're a better football team, top to bottom, at almost every position on the field. And they've and and on top of that, it like they've got the culture, they've got the fight for each other, like all the stuff you could want, they have. And then on top of that, they're just better. Like that's why I'm so yeah. confident. Yeah. And look, through the week, my confidence has gone up for sure. I mean, I it still is a concern to me that while their roster is better, and I like I think the best way to put it is if you made a 53 man roster out of these two rosters, the majority of them would be Eagles players, right? Like if not the far majority and uh, you know, a lot of the starters would probably be Eagles as well. Right. 
but all positions are not weighted the same, you know, like, like quarterback matters a lot more than the fact that the Eagles have better linebackers or corners or whatever. Right. right? But it's so, a small gap between you're the one who said you think Hertz is, is no, yeah, got, right. That's what I think it's a very yeah. tiny gap. Like even the positions that, that the chiefs, like the ones where you would say, Oh, the chiefs are definitely, definitely better at those positions. Like definitely there's only three off the top of your head. You're like, they're definitely better. They're better at tight end. Dallas Goddard's still pretty freaking great. They're better at quarterback. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is still pretty freaking great. Uh, and the, Chris Jones, J- Javon Hargrave's pretty freaking great. You know, so it's like, yeah, I think the, the biggest gap where there the is Chris best, Jones. Yeah. Probably. But again, like yeah. Chris Jones, that's fine. But then talk about the rest of the Eagles defensive line is better than all the other guys. You know, if, so yeah. I know Frank Clark's good, but I'll take sweat and I'll obviously take Reddick over him. So. I, I get the point, but I just think that the the difference where the Chiefs are better is small, and there are spots where the Eagle. I mean, like Eagles wide receivers versus the Chiefs wide receivers. It's talking about yeah, like the best versus the worst. Yeah. Like I mean, like and so the corners like, I, and the corners too. and the corners. Like and, and yeah. again, and the edge rushers, and like there are multiple spots throughout the field where you say, "Wow, the Eagles are just flat out better." Yeah, yeah. I again, I, I think the Eagles have the better the roster tackles. Overall. You know, the, yeah, the, the tackles I mean, are better. Yeah. The tackles are better, yeah. The interior, I mean, look, the Eagles are the interior is awesome probably just as good. Line. They're both great, but the Eagles yeah. line is better. Like to your point, when you always talk about the trenches, the Eagles have yeah, they have the, a better the, offensive line. They have the better, the better defensive, defensive line. line they know? do I, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so when you ask where my confidence comes from, it's 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 just looking at this football game and looking at all the aspects of it. And and to your point, look, the only reason I think they could lose is Patrick Mahomes. Like that's it. That's the one thing that is is an X factor, and it's the all time X factor, mm-hmm. but I don't think he enough. I don't think he's going to be enough to beat all the other things the Eagles have going for them. Like, I don't even think the Eagles yeah. have to play an A plus game to win. Like that's how wow. much better I think they are. I, I, I think win they win by double digits. Like that's where I'm at. I'm going to predict the Eagles a double digit win. Like that's how I feel. Yeah. I well Look, you've had a great read on this team all year, so I'm not going to sit here and say that, that you're wrong about it. I, you know, like, I don't even know really what to say at this point because I'm going to end up probably picking the Eagles to win just because when I look at it, I think this is why I'll ultimately end up picking them is because I do think the rosters are comparable. I think the Eagles, the Chiefs have an edge at quarterback and and uh, and head coach. And I do think the Chiefs offense, like, I get, again, not trying to be Mr. Hater on a Friday, but like, and I'm a, I'm Gannon's my guy, but like we have not seen them shut down a great quarterback. So that's a concern. Right. And I do think that the chiefs could potentially scheme, but I think why, why I'll end up picking the Eagles is because just being around them and feeling their confidence. I don't think they're going to put up a bad game. I don't. And I think that if they play their a game, they can win the game. And I don't know if the chiefs will put up rephrase. I think think if they play their a game, they win like period. Like the point is, yeah, the Eagles a game is the best a game in the NFL this year. So like if they play the, Um, my point is I think they can play a B game and win. Like if they play an a game, they're a hundred percent. Like not, not can win. If they play their a game, they are a hundred percent winning the football. Yeah. So I don't think they can win with their B game for what it's worth. I I think, and look, and now look, unless the chiefs play their, you know, B minus game or whatever. And you know, I think the chiefs have not been great. Is better than the chiefs like a minus game or the chiefs B. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Eagles are definitively better. Like that's where our gap is. Like, I think you're a better football team. Yeah. I think you're undervaluing the chiefs a little bit. I I mean, now, and like, I can't tell if it's because I might be. Yeah, I like. But again, I'm high I, on the Eagles too. I'm just high. I think. I think. I think I, but I think you're overvaluing the Chiefs. That's you know. Well, but well, so I think the the concern, the concern, and the difference in our opinions is we're both high on the Eagles. I'm just higher on the Chiefs. Is sure. the difference? Like, like I agree. The Eagles are awesome at almost everything, right? They have the great run. 
they have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. They have a great court. Like they can do everything. We've seen it all year, right? When they play their best game, they are capable and will likely beat any team in the NFL when they play their best game. I agree with you on that. My thing is, I think the Chiefs are a terrifying opponent because of Patrick Mahomes. And again, like, look, the Eagles are better, but the Chiefs are not bad at many things, right? Like, they're not great against the run, but they're middle of the pack of the league against it. So that's where I think, like, if the Chiefs come out and really play their best game, that's a concern for the Eagles. But, you know, the Chiefs have not played their best games in the Super Bowl. And, I, you know, it's it's not the end of the world that for them that they haven't. Like, if we were a Chiefs pod, I don't think we'd be sitting here and saying, well, they won one and they lost one. So, you know, but ultimately they've not played their best in the Super Bowl. We've seen Andy in big games. And as much as I think there is an argument for taking Andy Saturday or Monday through Saturday, Nick is a better game day head coach than, than Andy Reid is. He just is. I know he's younger, but he's a better game day coach. You see him make those decisions all the time that help these teams. There's never any wasted timeouts. There's never getting to the line of scrimmage late, any of those things. So I think the Eagles have all those advantages. But to your point, like, if Patrick Mahomes plays his A game, like if Patrick Mahomes plays an A-plus game, I do not think the Eagles win. I is like the way I would put it. You have to hope that your pass rush push, puts Mahomes into not playing an A-plus game. Yeah, I, look, I, I, don't, I don't know that Mahomes can play an A-plus game with the weapons and the team that he has. You know what I mean? Like he has, I, I know he put up a huge, huge numbers this year, but it's not like he's, they've played a lot of close games. It's not like they've beaten the crap out of teams. Like they beat the crap out of the yeah, Niners. They don't, blow the people, they don't blow people out. They don't blow out, people really. out. Like, I don't know. I get your point. I just think, I just don't think Mahomes is enough. I, I, Mahomes is great. I just don't think he's enough to make up for the mass, mass differences in terms of talent. I think like, I think the Eagles are significantly more talented than the Chiefs. It seems, it seems like you like, don't. The Eagles are more talented. And, but I, I like I, again. I think if the Eagles roster is an A, the Chiefs are like a B, a B plus, and maybe the Eagles are an A plus. So like, I think there's probably a one letter grade difference. But I don't think it's an A to a C. You know, like the Eagles. I think that's I mean, fair. Sorry, no, I think that's the fair. Chief, the Chiefs have really good safeties. They have corners that have played well this year. They're not as good as the Eagles' corners, but they have corners now. They're rookies, which is a concern. But they have they have good corners. Yeah. Like their line, their line is really? good. Deep. I see a really good point from Brennan there. Tom Brady put up an A plus plus game and still lost the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And he's right. Tom Brady put up statistically the greatest game a quarterback has ever played, or at least yeah. in terms of yards in the Super Bowl, and he lost. So like and that's yeah, the, kind of my point. I think the best team's gonna win. Yeah, but. Again, like Nick Foles played an A plus plus game. If right, not an but A plus, why are you plus, assuming Hurts can't play a great game? I'm not. Like, I'm not assuming that. I'm not assuming that. So maybe for me to say they will definitively lose if he plays an A plus plus game. Yeah, is that's wrong. my point. I shouldn't have yeah. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Obviously, the defense. Because you're you're saying what you're most afraid of is Patrick Mahomes. The defense has to get to Mahomes. They have to. Like the defensive they will. line has. They will. They, yeah. When haven't they? When haven't they gotten to someone all year long? When haven't they gotten yeah, to that's someone? Fair. That's fair. I mean, look, it You're could right. be the first time, but like all season long, this line has gotten home all year. Yeah. And look, game. Reddick seems ready. Reddick seems ready when, you know, talking to him, he seems very, very motivated. So, so take this, us so. inside that. Cause you mentioned this on the, on the radio. And I thought it was interesting about being around the team and the vibe that you're feeling being around those guys this week. Yeah. You know, I just think being like, maybe it's a thing that since I'm on the road and on the road, I'm not normally around the team until the game's over. Like actually I never am. Right. But being in Phoenix, I think sometimes like it feels like such, I've talked about this, like being at the Super Bowl, 
it puts it it puts it into perspective of what a massive stage they're stepping onto. And for me, earlier in the week when we talked about it, it put into perspective what a massive accomplishment is it that that they've gotten here. Like seeing him on the the signage and like seeing Jalen on the signage, seeing Nick up on the podium, like. It, being in Phoenix really kind of made me take in the magnitude of the moment. And I think a result of that is me feeling like, man, this is a super tough challenge that they're stepping into. And it just, and it is like, even no, it if makes sense. You think they went by, but, but I think that being around the team, since I'm around them in Philly all the time has made me kind of like uh pick up on their confidence, I guess would be a good way to put it. Like I remember before the giants game and really the Niners game being in that locker room and being like, Oh yeah, they got this. Like, there's no way they're gonna lose to, like this game. Like, especially the Giants. The Niners, I was very confident too. But Niners are a better team. This better team than the Giants. Not a better team than the Eagles, yeah. despite what the Niners themselves. Might but, <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. But yeah, but um, I really just think there's something about being around the roster and just watching how they interact with each other, seeing that they're the same, that reminds you what a great team they are. And so. You know, I saw someone say like, uh, you know, Mr. Flip Flops is flipping again and whatever, like it is what it is, but it's just true. Like, cause look, me and you talk off the air all the time about this game and you know, like how I feel about my initial reaction was, but I have to be honest too, and say that being around the team and, and just like seeing them, it has, it has shifted me just, just seeing how ready they appear. Like they, like Asan Reddick at the podium. He's like ready to jump off the podium to a certain extent because he's so ready to get to the game. Jalen's him same self. Devontae like seems just incredibly calm and collected in the moment. Like, and I'm sure the Chiefs do too, but I I know what the, I know what this Eagles team looks like when they're about to win. I've seen it. I've seen what they look like when they're ready. And that's what they look like to me. Now, I still have the concerns, right? Like I I do, but there is something calming and and like a reminding factor to seeing that, okay, yeah, this group of guys that I watched win all year, like that's the group of guys I'm seeing. Oh, I love it. This is the best thing you've said. It makes me so happy to hear it. <laughs> and it's exactly what I want to hear. And like, man, I, I'm just sitting listening. To, and look, that actually really makes sense. Like to your point, like the your experience of it informing your opinions, like obviously. Yeah. Um, that makes sense though. That's way more logical and it makes a lot more sense from where you were coming from earlier in the week when you're out there and you see this big scale and it's like, Whoa, like this is, you know, yeah, especially because, you know, here. yeah. Chiefs and the Chiefs have been there and they've been on all that stuff. All right. Um, couple of quick things uh, as again, like we've like, I got nothing else on the game. Uh, Hertz MVP. Oh yeah. They didn't the thing get last it. Night. Didn't get it. I mean, 48 uh, to second one place. is insane though. Second, It's so dumb. Like I I'm happy yeah. he ended up in second place. Cause you know, he deserved to at least be in second place, but one first place vote really. Yeah. Also you had a very strong take on uh, the MVP voting, which I actually agree with as well. Well, I've said like literally 500 things over the last few days. About so what the guy, was it? The guy who threw his vote away or the woman. Oh the- yeah. Yeah. I mean, look like, Shout out to whoever helped the the guy's name who helped Demar Hamlin, and he's a hero. Danny he Killington, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he he deserves all the accolades in the world. Doesn't deserve an MVP vote. Yeah, you know, I, like, I, and I and I and I think sometimes like you see some of these votes, and it's like people don't take it seriously. Yeah, like, I agree again, with you. Props to that person. Like he, I am not diminishing his accomplishments. He deserves whatsoever. all the accolades in the world. Yeah. He didn't play football this year. He's like, not an MVP. Crazy. Like the, like, the vote is not meant to send like your, that to like make a statement on how you feel. The vote is meant to say who you think the most valuable player is. Like I don't get an MVP vote. You don't get an MVP vote. The people that get votes should use it 
on players that they think are the most valuable player in the league. I agree. If that's the case, like why why shouldn't I vote for Howie for MVP? I like agree with why, you. why why that's not vote point. for Jeffrey Lurie? Right? Really, like yeah, you're right. You're right. So and look, I get it. You know, the person that did it did fifth place. Like, but but whatever. I I just think that, and this is my Brandon Graham thing too. Like again, what did Geno Smith come back from? And I'm happy for Geno. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It should almost be like a little embarrassing to accept that award because it's basically the entire league being like, "Man, you really sucked the last few years, but like, <laughs> but now you were good enough to lose one playoff game, right? Like, what a hero you are! Like, at least with Brandon Graham, there's an acknowledgement of like, yeah, you had a serious injury and you came back from that. Gino, like, you know, that'd be like if if in a year from now WIP gave me a comeback player of the year award, I'd be like, for what? Like, was was I not good in 2021? Like, what am I coming back from here? So. Yeah, I mean, I think overall with the the awards, you look, I mean, you look and see like Nick Sirianni didn't come back close, right, to to winning the award. Like this team was punished for being collectively great. There's no other way to spin it. They were You're punished so right. for being collectively great because each person that voted, I would almost guarantee it, sat there and went, eh, well, that roster was really good and diminished everything yeah. that else that they accomplished. And it's messed up. Like the the, and I'm not even sure being a homer here. Like this is not, how awards are supposed to be decided. Sirianni a- came in fifth. He was the fifth, really? The fifth yeah, best insane. coaches. He beat Dable twice in the regular season. And I know the last one, whatever you want to say, but he, he whooped his ass. Well, then he handed 48 him in the to playoffs, 20. Yeah. And then in that, well, the votes before the playoffs. So I know, but I'm saying it, it takes, you I mean, can the say playoffs, twice, he beat two dudes are in front of him. He beat Doug during the regular season. Like it's all, it's, it's so dumb. And it's why it's like, I, I always say, I don't care about these things. And I don't. But I just get so angry. Well, that, I, you like, should care. I always say I the know. time, you should care. I know. Like, I care. Know. It's it's, outrageous. it's so silly. It's outrageous. Really quick. So, <laughs> Jeff in the chat put, Elliot came back from that 30 touchdowns in training camp take. <laughs> so, that'll be my comeback player of the year thing. But, great. like, it's a good to, point, to your, Jeff. It is a good point by Jeff. Um, I mean, Elliot I was correct about that. comeback okay. player of the year. Well, I'll tell you this. If I get comeback player of the year because of that take, I'll refuse the award and get up on stage <laughs> and say why well, I, I actually should not. Yeah. But, like, to the award thing, right? People should care. People like I, I, I don't like the whole. And we've done this, but I don't like the whole. I don't care about it. Like why? Yeah, we're, you're right. We're, I just yelled sports. about it. It's I clearly right. care. Sports. I was like, I don't yeah. care, but I'm so angry. Yeah, Jalen so, worked know? really hard. Yeah, yeah. Jalen, Jalen deserved more than to get 48 yeah. to one, yeah. and he certainly and, deserved more first place votes than Josh Allen. Oh my God! I mean, like, like he tied I, Josh Allen with first place. I yeah. know it's outrageous. And again, like, look. Patrick Mahomes winning it is not like it's not the biggest travesty of all time. We both would have given it to Jalen, but like Mahomes was amazing this year. Yeah, I'm not, he was like, amazing. He put up great. Lost Tyree Kill and he went 14 and three and and 50 times whatever. And it was. I'll say I'll great. say this too: like my researching of the Chiefs for the Super Bowl has made me appreciate more what Patrick Mahomes did. He's been right? amazing. So, yeah, but 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 the Nick Sirianni one, like that, actually is outrageous for him to come in fifth place in Coach of the Year. Like, just throw the award out. Like that, that I agree. Just, earmuffs one two three that is fucking dumb like that is yeah. fucking dumb that is fucking yeah. stupid i agree i i 100 agree with you on that i do now I, i'll also say that since jalen didn't win the mvp the stat that's gone around of like well mvps are zero and nine in the super bowl or whatever oh and eight i love it since Kurt Look, Warner, i love nine. it for the trend and everything it's great, it's great. i don't know love it. i would have big fan i would have gladly taken jalen as mvp and and fought and then you know felt comfortable that was not going to impact the outcome of the game right like yeah, wouldn't I like, you I if, like, if, sure i like what brennan said right there brennan said patrick Mahomes mvp jalen hurts hold my beer super bowl mvp yes yeah 
That, that's what see. I want to yeah. see. That's what I want to see. Shout out to my buddy Mike in the chat. Love it. So many great people here. This is so much well, let me Actually, so, let me ask you a question. I, didn't, well, I am heated, Albert. You're not wrong. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Ask me a question. So the line is still sitting, I think, at like one, one and a half. Like, I haven't looked today on what it is. But would you bet it up? Oh, yeah. I already you seem have. pretty confident. I mean, the, oh, the, I already the, have. I already have. I was going to say, I already the have. odds of the, I, the, have. I mean, I'll, I have the I'll Eagles minus 13 and a half. I have the Eagles minus nine and a half. 13 and a half. And I have the Eagles Jeez. minus six and a half. I bet a bunch what of What are those ones. odds? I, it was like the one was like uh, uh, plus, I mean, like plus 800. 800. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like <laughs> plus, plus 800, plus 750, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, because I believe they're going to, I'm super confident. So why wouldn't I be? Yeah. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you think, if you're confident the Eagles are going to win, other than well, if you just want to definitely win money, but betting it up is absolutely the move. It's funny um, bringing up gambling, you know, shout out to uh, Parks. And uh, everyone mm -hmm. should download the Bet Park Sportsman Casino. This is your last chance before yeah. the big game, the biggest of games, the all-time biggest game with, uh, with you can bet, we're talking about props. You can bet on all these things that the Bet Parks have, you know, rushing touchdowns or or anytime touchdowns or yardage or or uh passing yards rushing yards all these different things. first quarter take, winner first half winner all like the all stuff you things. take the the under on all the uh kansas city props because they're going to be terrible and we're going to beat the crap out of them take the <laughs> over on all the philadelphia props because we're going to do great we're going to win it all seriously though like it is it is there's nothing more fun for th this game in particular than, than having the parks app out the bet parks have out and getting some fun and i'll be completely honest i i I I am only betting pro Philly things. Normally, I'm a big separate your 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 heart and your money. Yeah, guy. I think in this instance, like we do the read, you know, we do this all year. We're like, you know, you can make some freaking money doing it, and I love that. But like for this one, I'm only betting pro Eagles stuff. Like I can't do wow. it. I can't do Tommy, it. I can't do it. Tommy Tommy download the app even though, even though he can't use it. Like that's oh, a real one. See, that's, that's a certified. Tommy, that's an auto download. That's an yeah. auto download. So seriously, be a Tommy, okay? Hey, a download point. the app. Bet on the app. Have some fun with us. Uh, if you're a new user, $750 in site credit if your first bet is not a winner, up to $750. I mean, that's that's legit. You know, it's a great That is legit. Thing. You must be 21. And uh, you can download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem. Call 1-800. All right. I have a question for you. Yes. If slash when the Eagles win on Sunday. And Jalen Hurts, there's a picture of Jalen Hurts holding the Super Bowl trophy. Should I quote T quote tweet my quote tweet tea. about Mahomes? Tweet exactly. <laughs> you got it there. Should I should I quote tweet my tweet about? Mahomes yes, with him holding it. Yes, of course. And putting, I feel like that's the tweet, right? It's like that's must. the tweet. It's all time. I think so. It's I've been great. thinking about it. So yeah. real quick, there is a Ron Adams in the chat. I used to have a boss named Ron Adams. Ron, is that you? Because that would be hilarious. Looks like it could Who, be. Was, where was say. he a boss at? At a place called WC Financial when he used to sell mortgages mm. back in the day. How about that? I, used to, I didn't know you used to sell mortgages. I do oh, remember buddy. you did real people's I sold jobs, mortgages. But... Oh, yeah. I sold mortgages. I sold real estate. I sold energy safety equipment, which is like going into refineries. I can just picture you walking into somebody slamming plants. the table like, like, like this is the best you, interest rate you're going to get. <laughs> this gas detection equipment, you need it. You <laughs> yeah, need exactly. It. Um, so, do you want to hear something really creepy that happened in my hotel room? Yes. Ooh. I came back from my hotel room yesterday and there was a black latex glove on the floor. Oh my God. What? <laughs> right. I feel like it must've been the cleaners. Cleaning. Of it. course it was. But yeah. Yeah. Super but weird. it's definitely not the thing you want to walk into and see.
Yeah, I'm right so. there with you. Um, all right, a couple other things I want to get into, and then we can, if you have anything else, we don't have anything else in the game, right? Like specific to the game and surrounding the game. Is there anything yeah, else? Yeah, I'm going to like talk Eagles for a little more. But yeah, I don't have any like specific. So I'm saying, is there anything? Okay, good. Because a couple other things I want to get into um, before final thoughts on it. Um, the, the, quickly on the, the 40 winers, and I've heard a lot of people. 40 winers, nice. Yeah, well, that's their name. They they have a fit. You didn't see it. It's breaking news. Officially, they are no longer the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. Well, do They're you the see San the uh, 40 winers? They are the, the biggest, but other than someone else who I'm going to get to, who we all know is a loser. There it is. These guys are the biggest freaking losers on the planet. Like Robbie Gould, Robbie Gould, the bleeping kicker is. I didn't hear earmuffs there, so I caught myself. The, the, Good the job. Earmuff, how about this? Earmuffs, one, two, three. The fucking kicker is saying if you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, you got a good chance to beat him. Are you serious? Are you you freaking loser? You lost. You all lost. 31 to 7. 31 to 7. Yeah. Stop crying. Stop being a baby. We knocked your quarterback out. Don't block us on Reddick with a freaking tight end. You morons. You're all morons. I hate all of you, the Niners are like quickly rising the ranks, man. Like they are like, they're not Dallas. We all know Dallas sucks. They, I there might hate is. Niners fans more than I hate Giants fans right now. Like we're right there. I might hate the Niners players. I definitely hate the Niners players more than I hate Giants players. I hate those guys. Like you are all, how many guys have to come out? What is it? Like 10 guys? We're from like 10 yeah, different so. guys. Who's like, oh, we would have won. Debo Samuel's like breaking down the game plan of how they're going to like, Earmuffs, one, two, three. Fuck all of you. As Tupac right. once said, thank you. So here we here's my here's my thoughts on the Niners. They should just stop talking about it. I I like it's if the take, Eagles if, thank you. Take. Yeah. If the Eagles, if that if the Eagles lost to the Niners because Jalen got knocked out and then Minshew got knocked out, there is no question that people would be upset about it in Philadelphia. And rightfully so, because you would feel like you got cheated out of a chance to win. And I would understand the players feeling that way. But here's the deal. Just don't talk about it, man. Like, it's not coming across good. Nobody is being like, that's a great point. Everyone saw what happened. So I think that they, like, internally and as players, I understand feeling the way they feel. I just don't think you're their benefit at all. And I saw a good point on Twitter, and I forget who it was, so I apologize for stealing it, but it was a great thought. I do think it's a reflection of Kyle Shanahan a little. Like, it's a little bit a reflection of Kyle Shanahan at this point no that doubt. all his players are continually complaining about this. Like, Look, the Eagles, and I'm a big don't blame the ref guy, right? But, you know, the missed face mask against Goddard, right? Like, there's mm -hmm. been moments, and the Eagles have not lost a lot. But look, even when they didn't have Hurts and they lost to Dallas and they lost to New Orleans, you really didn't hear a lot of, like, well, if we had Car um, Carson. If wow. we had Jalen, well, no. If we had Jalen, yeah, so used to Carson. How about now. the but, Eagles um, in 2003 when we lost our quarterback in a championship game? Do, 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 does people not remember Donovan McNabb got yeah. knocked out of that Coy Panthers Demmer, game? Yeah. Coy Demmer had to come in. You don't see us. We never talk about that. We talk about how we should have beat the Panthers, and we didn't. That's what we talk yeah. about. Yeah, and look, I so that's where I ultimately fall on it. I just don't see what they benefit. And it's just so dumb, too, and I'm sure we've talked about it, but, like, this idea that they're going to have an emergency quarterback that would have changed things. Like, what, 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 like, that, what, someone Yeah, like you already had Josh Johnson. Yeah. Like, wh who's yeah, like, worse? Where, where are you going to after that? Yeah, so I do think it reflects poorly on the Niners. And, you know, to to have the Eagles tied back in, it reflects well on Nick that you never see the team complain about these things. At least off the top of my head, I can't think of it. You never hear the team come out and be like, yeah, the ref cost us the game. Or, you know, well, this guy was injured. We would have won others. They, they can believe whatever they want internally. And like I said, the Niners can believe it. But how you carry yourself 
in the media is a reflection of like the organizational values to an extent. And the Eagles handle losing. They don't lose as often, but they handle losing better than the Niners. And I think it's a poor reflection on the Niners. I'm right 60 people you. watching, by the way. It's the most we've had. I love every single one of you, except one. I got to be honest here. Okay. I got to be honest. And maybe it's uh, just I, I a know weird what you're going to. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Todd Black, I'm sorry. I, I got to call you out here. Are you a Chiefs fan? Why do you Yeah, have a there's a Chiefs Chief? logo in here. What is happening here? Like, what? were you just checking on the enemy or whatever? I, it's just weird. <laughs> I, you got to sort this out because right now we have 60 people in here, and I want to say 59 of you. I love you with all of my heart, and I'm so yes. grateful that you're in here. Todd, get out, buddy. Get out. So, I don't need here. Unless you're an Eagles fan, there's some weird Chiefs thing going on with you. Like, get out. Okay, that's how so, I No Chiefs fans allowed today. Someone commented this, and it's a good like way to uh, think about the game we didn't talk about. Um, the Chiefs, I believe it's what he's talking about, the Chiefs throwing it to their running backs. So I do think when you talk about neutralizing the pass rush, one way to do that is to, is to get it out quickly. Now, when you look at Patrick Mahomes this year, he holds on to it on average just as long as Jalen. I think they're like 14th and 15th in the league, and they're either directly tied or it's like, 0.01 second difference. So they hold on to it just as much. But one thing the Chiefs do is they do throw it to their running backs a ton. And that's not surprising. We all know how Andy Andy does it. So I'll be interested to see how the Eagles handle that because the Eagles this year when the defense has been good, they tackle really, really well. They they do not allow – we talked about this in, in the Niners game when the, where the concern was that the Niners are just going to cross route all day on them and, you know, get Debo over the middle and all that. But – I don't know if you heard they lost their quarterback. So that uh that might have impacted it. <laughs> I didn't hear but, that. Um, that happened. No, yeah, yeah. But um I'll be interested to see like how the Eagles handle this kind of dump off style of offense if the Chiefs decide to do it. No stats perfect. I'm not saying this is a, you know an end all be all, but ESPN had a stat that said the Eagles were like 31st in the league guarding running backs. I don't remember a lot of running backs catching it on them. So maybe that's like situational and it's a small number. So there, there's that possibility, but the Chiefs do have Jarek McKinney, who's a very good pass catching running back, and the other running back whose name I'll just never feel comfortable pronouncing because I know I'm going to mess it up. But Pacheco or Pacheco, Pacheco. By by Sunday, I'll learn it. Pacheco just seems like he'd be great in space. Here's Dude a question hard. for you: Is it? Are you concerned I... about? Sp okay. Oh, I was going to oh, wonder. It, it, I, I could put a user in a timeout. Should I put Todd in a timeout? I feel like Todd needs to go in timeout. He's talking smack to our, our people. I should, all right, I'm going to ask the chat. Should I put Todd in a timeout? Let me know. Okay, ask your question. Um, what, Like, I don't have or really much. Do you want to battle with Todd? That's fine, too. So go ahead. No, no. we don't. I don't want to give Todd more than enough time. I mean, look, Todd, thank you for watching and hanging in there. No, but ultimately, no, not thank but, you. I don't, I don't like you, Todd. <laughs> he okay, said, he's oh, mocking. no, James. All right. Yeah, now guess he's mocking. Just, now he's guess gone. Guess he just got put on timeout by Todd. Oh, that's funny. Blocked he gets for blocked five for minutes, five minutes. And yeah. he'll get another chance to come back in five minutes, and then I can ban him. I have the. It turns out I can block users. So Todd, well, I think that it'd be fun to let him back in if the Eagles win. Like, you know, well, like fine. if he comes that's back, true. I can he just probably keep won't banning come back. Him. But... I can keep banning him. Every five minutes. Yeah, every five minutes. Look at you learning how to ban people. I'm loving today. I'm loving today. All right, go ahead. What was your question? Oh, any special 64 to 63. Feel good about it. Go oh, ahead. well, yeah. Um, <laughs> any concern about the special teams? Because apparently the Chiefs special teams are really good. And, you know, the Eagles are going to. I'm a, I'm a little worried, not going to lie. I'm a little worried about Sipos coming back. Hasn't played in a while. Has never punted in a Super Bowl. Like, hasn't held in a while. I don't know, man. Like, I trust the, I guess I trust the coaching staff to feel if he's confident enough up there. And I know Brett Kern has been really bad. But at least Brett Kern has been playing. And in a game that. 
look, you bet it up to 13, so maybe it won't be close. But in a game that will at least be close early on, you would think, like a bad special teams error, a dropped punt, a, a shank punt, a dropped field goal attempt. Like, I'm a little worried about putting Sipos out there. So, look, I'm, I'm, it is what it is in terms of, of we have crappy punters. I, do, am I concerned special teams or the punting will lose them the game? No, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Am I? Am I concerned that it's Sipos? Like in a vacuum, sure, because I think Sipos sucks, and I spent the first half of the season talking about right, that. That's my thing. I'm like, if but they're comparatively, both bad, why just comparatively, play the one, no, I'd rather have him than Kern. He's, it's, at least he's tough. Sipos, like, if something goes wrong, at least he'll pick up the ball and run with it, or like, you know, kick somebody or tackle somebody or whatever. Yeah, like, good man, like he's he kind of a badass out there. Whatever, he's holding like wait, he can't hold like what are we talking about? You well, miss, go, look, I think the catch, boom, got it, I did it. All right, like, I'm just on. saying like there's time off's not going to stop him from being a hold. Look, I the, the punter is definitely if I had to pick the single most concerning position on the field for the Eagles, it's the punter. No matter who plays, is that going to cause yeah. me to be concerned about the Super Bowl? No. All right, let me ask you this now. Mm-hmm. Now, so I got into I got into this debate with Fritz yesterday. Would uh-huh. you come out running or throwing? I would come out. So I, I actually would come out throwing. The Eagles have been really good at throwing to set up the run. I would I lean heavily on the run. Like I am planning to run the football in this game, but I'd probably come out throwing a little bit, mixing in the run, and then getting into the run heavy as the game goes on. So I looked it up, and in 2017, uh, Doug threw it, I think, on f- six of the first seven plays to go down the field, and they ended with a field goal, I think, on that, not a touchdown. But I agree. I would come out and throw. I think with with rookie corners, you really want to, like, get on them early, like, especially in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you can get A.J. or Devontae deep, like in that Giants game where they had the 40-yard completion, I mean, that could, like, shake these corners for the whole game if you can do that. So I do believe in throwing, as we know throwing is my fetish so like ultimately <laughs> i would do it but i will say this like i want to run the call- ball in general is my point though like well, I'm, a caller I'm running the ball in. in this game a caller called in yesterday and i thought made a really good point the chiefs are are average against the run their pass rush is really good like i i'm i have faith in jalen but ultimately it's riskier to throw the ball from a turnover perspective even if he's amazing at it just is what it is i don't know there is something there is some part of me that feels like having come out, having the offensive line push, like, well, look, look, look. I'm, a, I'm not as that, into it as I used to be. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. When as we say different, like, I'm, I, like, ultimately, I want them to be balanced always. Like, I yeah. always want them to do both things to run and throw. I think you come out and do both things. But the Eagles have had a lot of success this season, throwing early and running late, and I think that's what they like to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I would do. Most comfortable. So I. That's what I would do too. Would you? Would you kick the ball or take the ball? I would kick it. We've talked about this, but I would kick yeah. it. I, I get I the kick. argument for taking it, but I, you know, it's what you do. It and and the numbers, you know, the numbers lean the numbers that way. Bear that out. Yeah, that and out. and again, I do. I I I trust my defense to get on the field first too. You know what I mean? And and to go get yeah. me a stop to make it. God, play. I feel like the first possession is just so important. No, I, like I, 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 you know, it just. If they can, I remember it was um it was last year in the Falcons home opener when I spent the whole offseason being like they're gonna be fine and then they got the ball first and I was like ooh like I I I think it would ease a lot of concerns if they got the ball and just went down the field or honestly well, like, if they, they got did, well the they, defense they got off I mean that's what they did in the last Super Bowl they got the ball they didn't get a touchdown but they walked down the field they got that field yeah. goal kind of the drive stalled at the end but they got in the red zone they and they got a field goal and that you were like okay like they can move the ball and it did you're right it was a sigh of relief like in hindsight I'm happy it played out that way obviously they won 
But I mm-hmm. do think that was helpful, um, kind of getting rolling a little bit, getting Foles on the field. So I could see that maybe getting the nerves, getting Hertz's nerves out first, just getting on the field and going a little bit. I don't know, you know. But right, here's, here's I, look, a question. it's not one where I feel like as strongly as I, I normally do. I'm good with either way. I won't be upset either way. All right. So here's a question, and the chat can chime in on this one too. So I'm not gonna. I can't come up with a specific situation, but let's say late in the game, big down, you're throwing the ball. It's like third and seven or whatever. Who are you targeting, Devonte, AJ, or Goddard? I mean, I'm going to Devonte. Like I, 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 that's, I, I was, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to I Devontae, just, yeah. I trust him the most to get open. Like I just trust him the most to to find some space. Kind of like Ertz did on that big fourth down. Like you just knew that Zach Ertz will get past the first down marker. He'll find a little space for himself, and he's going to go catch the football. Like that's the way I feel about Devonte. I, I feel like he is. He is as as sure a thing. Technical, best hands. Run the right like, route, best hands. Run the right route, find space, get open. Like he would be the one I would be looking for. Honestly, man, AJ might be three for me. I might go Goddard second. In that specific situation, in that I don't specific know. situation, I'd probably go AJ too. But I get your point. Like it's I, yeah. Devontae is my clear one in that situation. I agree. And what's interesting about that is I think we would all agree AJ is the number one receiver. And I know oh, that's yeah. a lot of different reasons as to why. But the fact that you would go to Devontae there, I think, is uh is is you know it's noteworthy and i it's agree notable. to me like it it's almost not even a question like i i would go to Devonte and then i would go goddard aj's a little worrisome to me man like he hasn't been great in the postseason he looks like he's a little banged up like i would trust him and do it like look i'd have no problem throwing it to him but i i think i would go Devonte goddard and uh aj yeah now i would go i would go Devonte aj goddard but i get your point again like we both agree the clear for us one is, is Devonte, which is really interesting mm-hmm. and, and you know, especially in that situation. You got any more yeah. questions to fire off of me? I'm enjoying these. No, I just thought of these. Those are both Those I were think, good. From, for what it's worth, I think they were both really good off the top. I thought of they were uh, great. I thought they were yeah. fantastic. Uh, I mean, right. this one's a stretch because I don't think either of us will have a good answer to it. But like, you know, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I think the best player to guard him is probably Bradbury. I would did. you just, but would you have him do it? Because I feel like he hasn't really done you know not that they faced a lot well, of tight ends like no, him he, but he the giants played the chiefs last year and i think bradbury held kelsey like four catches for like 20 did he cover him he was on him he, he covered him that's the point when he was covered oh, that's, it wasn't the whole again, game but i wish a lot i knew this game. all week yeah yeah, yeah a lot of yeah. the game he was on him and I, he held him he held him to four catches so i I'm think tweeting bradbury this out from when a, we done from the a, yeah from us go look it up exactly what it was but uh mm-hmm. gave me the stat shout out to Rhea. Um, yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I think that, I think Bradbury just physically makes the most sense. I think you can hang with him. You yeah. Know, he's a perfect guy. To do him. He's a he's tall a perfect receiver. Guy. Physical, and especially yeah. when you have CJ, GJ and Avante on the field who like are like, you know, one's a safety, one's a slot corner, but like both guys who can cover dudes, like both those guys can be asked to, to cover someone in coverage and you can feel good about them getting the job done, which allows a little more freedom to, to put Bradbury in those situations. I would think. Yeah. No, I think I, I would do it because because and this is one ex- instance where like ultimately if they don't get pressure on Mahomes, it might not matter. But at least like their receivers, like I don't know if I'd put like Zach McPherson out there, but if you're going to put Avante on a guy on the <laughs> yeah. outside, like I would feel pretty confident about that. I would well, too. This is another thing, here's another thing I would say since we're getting into the nitty gritty, man, Zach McPherson and Josh Joe better not do any of that like personal dumb foul, stuff. dumb yes. stuff they did in that last game. They're going to be energized. It's going to be an emotional moment. If I'm the Eagles, I'm sitting like in cave on for what it's worth, sitting those three specifically down and being like, look guys, I appreciate that you're fired up. We love the energy. You're not on the team next year. If you do something dumb in the Super Bowl, like I you, you agree can't agree more, have it. You can't have it. 
All right. Um, I want to get to final thoughts in a minute. My final thought is Eagles related and it'll take a minute, but I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I figured I had to end this run with like something, something good. Um, there we go. And the, the aforementioned picture that I mentioned, if you are one of the currently 66 people in the chat, you're going to see, you a will picture. get, you get to see a picture that no one else listening will get to see. Um, but before that last thing I wanted to get to, and then if you have anything else, go for it. But, but you mentioned something on the radio day that I thought was really, really, really cool. Wow. And it's Nick Sirianni's plan for oh, Saturday yeah. night. It's how he's planning to handle the night before the Super Bowl. Um, like, take us inside this because I thought that I, I think this could end up being a really powerful night for those. Yeah. Guys. So I guess his plan is to have all the players like. So a lot of times the night before the game, they'll have um pl- they'll have people talk to the team. If I'm like not guest mistaken, speakers. Brett, it yeah, was Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre did it in 2017. And I mean, I was gonna say no shot at Brett Favre, but he's turned out maybe not the best guy but like Brett Favre doesn't mean anything to this team Brett Favre didn't mean anything to that Eagles team Brett Favre meant something to Doug right he's Doug's body yeah yeah so I think that what what Nick it seems like what he's planning on doing is he's not gonna have a speaker he's gonna just allow people to stand up and talk and normally normally Nick does like really plans these. yeah you know like the flower stuff this is all he has like a message to the team and yeah I mean he spends he spends like time in the off season, like crafting these messages and like watching documentaries to look for things. And, you know, he says that sometimes it'll, sometimes it changes, you know, like he'll think of one in the off season that, that, that never ends up applying to the regular season, but he puts a lot of time and thought into it. And I think I'm sure he'll say something, right. I imagine he'll start it off, but I think like his plan of just kind of, um, so I best way I compare it to like, uh, um, so my brother went to a Quaker school and I guess a Quaker I went to funerals. a Quaker school. Oh, there you go. So I guess you would know. So it's like, not just think- at funerals. They do it for anywhere. It's called meeting for worship. And the idea of meeting yeah, for worship exactly. is yeah. you're all in like a, um, you know, a, a, a building, whatever, a, a religious place. And any, the idea is you sit in silence and whenever anyone is moved to speak, whenever the light speaks them or whatever it is, you can yeah. just stand up and you speak. I had a teacher who used to get up and sing like it was, you know. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff, but whenever you are moved to speak, you just get up and speak. It's meeting for worship. And there's not going to be, I would assume, a religious aspect to this, but that is what I think it sounded like to me. It's going to be guys just standing up and talking and saying how they feel. And I think it's perfect. I would have never thought of it, but I think it's actually the perfect choice by Nick. I, I think like his message ever since he got here was connecting and playing for each other and all those things. And what's better, like what motivates you better than everybody that you care about on the team standing up and talking. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's super awesome if that's what he ends up doing. I think it is unbelievably awesome, especially yeah. for, it just is so in line with all, all what this guy preaches. Like this whole thing of this guy where he's like connectivity, no bigger motivator than loving the guy next to him, not wanting to let him down. Like all that stuff. If you've created this culture, this, this vibe around this team that is, is based on that, on connecting, like, who better than to talk to each other yeah. the night before the Super Bowl than each other, than the guys you love and the guys you're going to battle for? Like, I, I think, I think it's, it's really, awesome. I think it's really awesome. And I, I think um, I think it's better than anyone. Like, I don't think there's a single human he could have brought in yeah. there that, that would have been better. Like, I mean, again, like, I'm sure there's tons of great motivational speakers out there. You could maybe, I mean, thank God he didn't bring in, like, Larry Karras or something. You know, like, like that, like, Mount Union coach or whatever. But, mm. yeah, there's tons of people that you could probably think of that – would do a good job with it. I don't think there's anything more powerful than this. I think this I, is this is the best one. And look, like this is what he's good at. Again, in the coach of the year debate, like 
what he's doing on Saturday night has nothing to do with his roster. Like the, the Saturday night thing is not because AJ Brown's a good receiver. The Saturday night thing is because Nick is a very good head coach and Nick knows how to be the head coach of a team. Like he's such a football guy. He's such a guy that has thought about how to handle all these moments. And yeah, I, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good call. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really, really uh, looking forward to like kind of hearing about it after and, and all that it means. Oh, good that. point in the chat. They said, I hope the team releases some of this footage after the game. That's what I'm I saying. Like, I will. We'll, we'll hear stories about it. Be cool if they release it. I totally agree. Um, all right. Uh, where are you going to be again tonight? Wally's you said is the taco place. It's a Willie's taco Willis. joint. And look, if you're, if you're listening to this pod and you're coming there or you're in Arizona and you're going to be there, like DM me. And so that I'll keep an eye out for you, Love but it. I'll give you all the details, but Willie's taco joint in, uh, yeah. in downtown Phoenix. And if you're not lucky enough, like Elliot, if you're one of the, the less lucky ones to be stuck here in Philadelphia, <laughs> like me, uh, locust rendezvous, uh, locust rendezvous, uh, 1415 locust street. I will be there with John Marks from six to eight tonight. And then, uh, the yard in Havertown from like eight 30 to 10, whenever we get there, we got to drive from one to the other, but we're going to be in nice. two places tonight. Um, chance to win Eagles tickets for next season, courtesy of Miller light. And you get a free beer. Uh, so come hang out. Uh, if nothing you're better around. than that. Nothing better. And that's it. I'm about to go. Now I got to go. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to pick. I'm going straight from here to pick up Zoe. Then I'm going to get some food, go home, eat, go to the bathroom. And then I'm basically out. So I love that you're building in bathroom. Now we're doing. It's oh, I got to. It's important. Yeah. I, I got to figure out. every bit all of right. that out. Um, all right. Um, I think we're there, buddy. I think we've reached the, yeah. the final thoughts final final thoughts portion of this run 20 i know days. well what's crazy is we still have the radio shows so it doesn't yes. feel i think it'll feel more final yeah like we'll sunday, give our prediction you know? we'll give our prediction on sunday that's something to say we'll yeah. give our official score on sunday and all that but like this this is certain we don't do final thoughts on the radio like that's a pot right this, this is, is the this end is of this. it yeah so this is the perfect way to wrap this up, our final, final thoughts of the Eagles Super Bowl run, day 20, yeah. even though it'll be 28 total, but um, it's been awesome. So, I mean, yeah, like, all right, I had a, I had a non-serious final, final thought that maybe this is not the moment for. Um, it was that I think fire alarms are like disrespected in society and overrated, but we can, <laughs> we, we can, like we can get thing. Dude, there's a fire alarm going off in the hotel last night. And no one's doing anything. No one's doing anything. Like, I think this is actually a great take by you. I literally smelt something burning and I was just laying in bed being like, well, I'm sure everything's fine. Like, I don't know. So, but my serious take, and I'm sure this will probably just be in line of like, when I said that my opinion of the team won't change because of the Eagles, if they lose the Super Bowl, it's really, it's really because of the ride. Like it's just been such an enjoyable ride. It's been such an amazing season. Like just watching the pod grow, like meeting people. And look, we have 70, you know, we have 70 people in here now. We have like I love when we do the show and the call board lights up with all the people we know. And like that's what I'll remember about this year. Like, you know, when people talk about 2017, you bring up moments of like the electric slide and the Carson throw. Like this year for me, the on-field thing is Jalen, but the real thing will be just like remembering it. And I remember when um you and Jack got to do like the Phillies world series run. And I was so happy for you guys. And then I was also jealous. Right. And like <laughs> ha- having, having, uh, having to experience this with everybody, it's been everything I could have hoped for. So this isn't the end, this isn't goodbye, but it is, uh, you know, if we're doing the finality part of the live pods, like it's been an unbelievably fun, really like meaningful ride. I, I, so 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 couldn't agree yeah. more. I mean, I was gonna part of my father was just gonna be the chat, like just the last yeah. couple days, and like 
like that's what Elliot's talking about. Like it's it's the ability to not just you know talk to we're buddies, you know we're best pals. We yeah, live next right. to each other. Like we drive places together, all that. But like not only do we get to just talk to our buddy about something we love, but we there are all these people who like do it with us, and it's like a community. And you guys mm-hmm. are becoming friends and talking to each other, and that's like building this community and this thing around this thing that we love, this thing that we care about. You know, I I did this the other day, but but it's because I feel it so deeply. It's that like we choose to do this as fans. Like yeah. we make the choice to spend our time with this team so much time these people right now all of you amazing awesome people are taking the time to sit with us in this yeah, chat to sit and and watch, us yeah. that's what i mean like it is it is it is effort it is it is part of our lives it's something that matters and that we are yeah. willing to give our time for and I, I just to be able to do it with this group of people and and to to be able to go on this ride together and feel this community throughout of it. I'm so with you, Elliot. It's been by far my favorite thing about this whole run. And yeah. um and, and it's special. Um, all right, and I'll get back to that because that's my final thought too in, in a roundabout way. Um, but quickly, um, I, I forgot to mention before, so I can't go by without saying, um, if you have not seen, if you first of all, if you don't believe in karma, watch this video. Um, if you've not seen, oh, if you've yeah, not seen the video of, of, of that loser, Chris Sims eating it, it is, I'm not joking when I say this, Elliot, it is my favorite video in the history of the internet. Yeah, you've texted like, about it a few times. Yeah. He goes down so hard and it's so awkward and goofy looking where it's like, it almost looks like it's like computer animated. It's just heaven. Thank you. Thank you, whoever, God, whatever's out there. Thank you for making this happen. Yeah. We needed it. It's so great. It so is. It you. is like if you. It's like if you think the Eagles are gonna win, like that right there is a, a sign that the Eagles are gonna win. You're, exactly. That's exactly right. So um, that, I have something quick too, actually, yeah, sure. before you go. So someone brought this up in the chat, and they were talking about the day of the Super Bowl, creating a chat just for the Go Birds listeners. Something called like a Twitter space. If you guys want to do it and someone can tell me how to do it, I will put it together because it'd be awesome to have all you guys be able to talk and like I'll be oh, in I there too. That. Yeah, yeah just somebody – I'll even explain to James how to do it. But if, if someone wants me yeah, to make a to Birds Twitter space <laughs> – Yeah, exactly. DM me how to idea. do it and I'll set it up. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah, I'm totally in on it. Elliot will tell me how to join in and that's what I'll do. But, yeah. Um, you know, not my area of expertise. Um, okay. Um, the chat, I have in my notes. I just wanted to reiterate like the, this chat, the last couple days, um, I know Elliot and I have talked about a lot, but just seeing the interaction, seeing all the people find each other because of, because of our pod, like is, is, um, mm-hmm. it's humbling, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's, amazing. It's, it's really awesome. All right. Um, now it's time for my, oh, also real quick. I almost forgot, um, really quickly just to, if we're going to tie loops on things, uh, quickly, Peter's response to yesterday, nice check off gun stuff. You missed out on the famous summary of if a gun appears in the first act, it will go off in the third. And then he added, but it's not the most reliable narrative device. That has to be the hero's journey. Get your Joseph Campbell on, baby. So if you think I'm a nerd about movies and storytelling, Peter Seltzer. Well, the the funniest thing is my mom. So I don't know if I ever told you this. My mom, part of her degree that she got in college was in film, like famous films, which is so funny when you consider, you know, I I know nothing. I can't but, wait to um, talk to your mom about films. He so texted bad. me and said, like, how is James not my son when he brought it up? <laughs> so I was like, all right. Glad, glad you're proud of me. No, oh, she, I honestly, love your mom. Yeah. It was, was so very great. funny. All yeah. right. Um, and now my my real final, 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 final thought. And I mentioned it before. 
And uh, it starts with a picture. And if you're in the chat, you get to see the picture. I'll describe the picture. God, I know this is going to be meaningful. Okay. All right, here, here it is. Very so, nice. For those is that who Brandon Graham jersey? This, that, is, yeah. that is Zoe Seltzer, my daughter. You've heard probably more than you care to hear about on this pod over this run. <laughs> been a, <laughs> Zoe, figure closing been a loops. Yeah. Zoe, yes. So for those who can see, that is Zoe Seltzer. Let me make sure it doesn't go yeah, out. The screen, Zoe yeah. Seltzer um, wearing a Brandon Graham jersey, her Go Birds chain. Again, shout out to Rich for bringing those by the show. Uh, Zoe took it. And a, a green pom pom, uh, and that's what you wore to school today. Um, that's awesome. And the re- oh, like, the Go Bird yeah. chain too, very nice. Yeah, right. You see it, the Go Bird chain, it's all there. So um, the reason- super quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you someone saying? said in someone said in the chat that Andy Reid is the ultimate checks gun or whatever it's called. Like, oh, checks act- gun. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Go so anyway, the reason I'm I'm showing this is is kind of it just all ties in together. Is um. So like if longtime listeners of the pod probably know, and I'm, if you're new to the pod, you might not know that Brandon Graham is my favorite Eagles player of all time, like mm-hmm. without a doubt. And there's personal stories connected to that. Like yeah. that when I worked for the Eagles, I used to walk around the, the locker room, the microphone, like lowest guy literally in the entire building on the tone, like Troy, the janitor was way more important than I was in that building. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, certain players really nice to me. I've talked about Nick Foles, Jason Kelsey and Brandon were always really nice to me. But like, I never felt like, like, I don't know who I am or whatever. I'm just a right. guy, you know, asking a dumb question. And years later, I was working at another radio station. I was producing a show, and Brandon Graham was in for an in studio interview. And uh, he goes in to do the interview, sees me through the glass, the producer studio, leaves the room, comes into my studio, looks yeah. at me, and goes, I'm so happy for you. He's like, You're living your dream. He's like, I'm so happy to see her. This is so awesome. I'm so proud of you, whatever. I didn't think yeah. who I was, you know. And like, ever <laughs> since that moment, and I actually uh, got lucky enough to tell him that story on the year years later and, and all that. So, like, yep. Brandon Graham has always been my favorite eagle. And and to, to get to put my freaking daughter in a, in a Brandon cool. Graham jersey the Friday of the Super Bowl, um, I was thinking a lot about like the could it, ma- could it mean as much as the first and all that. And, mm-hmm. and I really, came to the conclusion as I'm and I she wasn't here for the last one she was like uh, uh right. about to be uh conceived the last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl born the same year shout out um like it it made me realize that they're all freaking important that it yeah. all matters they all matter there's no more important less important whatever like we have so few chances to to win it all to be freaking champions of the world like mm-hmm. we have had we've had Two in my lifetime. This is the third time the Eagles will ever even have a chance to be the champion of the world. I'm 41 years old. Who knows? how? And we feel great about the future. Who knows? You never know. I went 23 years of life without seeing it happen. Like, right. this matters. This matters. It matters for families. It matters for generations of families. It matters for people who have yeah. kids and, and their five-year-old is 10 and can understand it and all that stuff. Like, this matters. They all matter. And and Elliot said a this a take. bunch and all that. Like, relish this cherish this this is really really special and especially to go in with a team as amazing and as likable and as as good humans as this team is like this is really awesome don't take it for granted yeah. like i can't forget it's wait a it's that. a it's a perfect way to, to end the final pod and uh, i'll just say this if anyone's not planning listening on sunday first of all that's a dumb decision but second of all <laughs> James is going to be like, it's probably a good thing. We're not in the same room. Like, it's like, it's going to be Sunday's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah, the, pre, the, be, the WIP show, obviously I get to but. use one of my favorite phrases. I'm going to be on one on Sunday. You're going to be on uh, one. There it I'm is. Gonna yes. be on one. All right. Um, again, cause I do have to go now. I got to go come to hang out. Locus rendezvous. Yeah. See Elliot later. Uh, again, to everyone in this chat, like from the 
bottom can't of wait. our hearts. Yeah, bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Can't wait. Go birds. We're going to win the freaking Super Bowl on Sunday. All right. Tomorrow, one to three. Check us out. Uh, Sunday, 10 to 12 on WIP. And of course, live show at some point after the Super Bowl. Keep an eye on this. We'll tweet it out, yeah. all that stuff. So um, uh, again, thank you to everyone. Until then, he's Elliot and James. Go birds.